for the first time in 2020, I'm glad to say, welcome to the Most of the Mandem podcast. You're here with Paul and Martinez. Yo, 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 yo. Man, it's been a while. It's been ages. We've had over three weeks off. I miss doing this. I miss you guys. I wish Finn and Nazim were in the studio, but they're not for different reasons. Hopefully, they'll be back soon. So, you just have me and Martinez in the studio today. Yeah. And uh, I'm so tired. Yeah, we're all fucking tired, man. I can't lie. This past few weeks have been fucked, but you know, we move. <sighs> so, let's start with the um, first topic that's apparently on my list from the 9th of January. <laughs> World War Three, ladies oh, and actually, God. no, 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 no. Actually, scrap that, scrap that. Obviously, I've got to start off with something that's fucked me up for the past two days, admittedly, and made me feel quite upset. Uh, if you if you don't know, Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter and seven other people, including two of Gianna's teammates and a college baseball coach and his wife, all passed away tragically in a helicopter accident. And I just, thinking about it now is kind of making me feel a bit emotional because... Literally the day before, he was congratulating LeBron James on passing him in all-time points. Kobe Bryant was obviously a legend on the basketball court, a legendary athlete as a whole. Like, even people that didn't follow basketball at all, at the very least, knew his name and knew he was something, knew he was special. And during his years after retirement, he was achieving things bigger than basketball and achieving things that were eclipsing his amazing outstanding 20 years of basketball and what makes this even sadder to think about is the fact that for me at least what makes it sadder is that he had a daughter and she was 13 and the sad part was she was phenomenal at basketball for her age and she would she was just about coming into the public eye like getting mainstream attention and now wouldn't never see that materialize obviously this goes beyond my selfish love of a sport or selfish love for them only as athletes but my positive vibes and thoughts and all positive energy i can possibly direct towards anyone affected by the tragedy i know i am i'm pretty sure martinez is and well it's just sad to be fair like genuinely caught uh, uh, basically the reason why i became a lakers fan is just purely because of Kobe, you know, and just, I don't, I don't know what to say, I'm just disheartened, just sad while speaking about this, and it's, I don't know what to say else, it's just sad that we lost possibly one of the greatest NBA players the whole time. Definitely, man, like, a little tidbit about me, I've had medical issues throughout my life, and I, without basketball and players like Kobe Bryant, I don't think I'd have dealt with them the way I've managed to so far or find a way of bouncing back and pushing myself to work hard and just a lot of things in my life kind of stem from my interest as a 13 year old playing NBA 2K and using Kobe Bryant as a character and just you know watching his highlights and looking over documentaries and seeing how hard this guy worked from his Achilles injury and seeing how he pushed himself like he was going into one of the like going in hungry for a championship and seeing that motivated me to push myself through my medical issues as best I can 
and honestly it's just sad to lose a legend so young at only 41 years of age he was one of those guys i really thought about you were gonna see grow old and see him achieve more things but anyways let's just be thankful we at least got to see his legacy you got to see everything he could give you from an athletic standpoint and let's just be even more thankful that we got to see this guy make even bigger moves in his first three years of being retired well yeah he's just like man was a, not only uh one of the best basketball players of all time man was an inspiration a motivator someone who's just been out and around our popular culture popular culture for two decades man yeah he was a hero he was a hero to many an inspiration obviously as you just heard and he was many things. May his soul rest in peace, rest in power, all the rest of it. And You're in a better place now. Yeah, I, I hope so at least. <laughs> oh, man. Well, obviously without the way, we're going to try and pick up the energy a bit more what we can't really because 2020 has been a bit of a fucked year. So even before Kobe's death, we had the possibility of world war three on our <laughs> minds within the first three days of the new year and look, look, look like it's funny when you think about it and it's funny because you saw the twitter memes and saw how funny that shit was by the way shout out to everyone who posted funny memes on twitter because that actually made me think about it less and you know maybe actually able to smile throughout that time period no nah, man's got called for a military so that's why it was so funny for me just to think about the world war three oh shit yeah you actually did like yeah Go into detail about that, cause when you showed it, when you showed it to me in the group chat, I was a bit, I was confused, bro. <laughs> Go into detail, man. Shit. Nah, every single Lithuanian age between eighteen and twenty-three must have nine years of military service in Lithuania. So, I mean, I'm a student, so in some case, I don't have to go. But if the situation requires, I'm finding then the next ticket to Lithuania and just hopping back on it. Oh shit! Like. Honestly, that makes me proud to know you as a friend even more now. <laughs> like, you would willingly drop everything and, like, serve your country. Like, oh. don't get me wrong. Salute to all our armed forces, especially with the tense political situation amongst all the different mega powers, countries in, in this world. And I feel as if World War Three. And uh, hold on. For those of you who've forgotten, this whole World War Three like, idea or rumor was sparked by Donald Trump's killing of the of the um iranian general or mi- i don't i don't know exactly where he's from but the the general from the middle east i i think oh, iran iran yeah and um he was liked by the people or liked by his people and he also helped them f- contain isis and make them a more minimal threat and to me it makes me feel as if they've kind of played into ISIS hands or at least the US or the Western powers through this one action have potentially put more people towards the extremist ideology of terrorist groups like ISIS and stuff like that because you have to understand this ideology or their ideologies have to stem from somewhere it's not just all fake propaganda it has to be an action done against them to get them to even start to think that way and I feel like doing something that extreme granted Trump had his reasons his administration had his reasons for allowing it but doing something that extreme to a guy that was liked by his people has probably pushed a lot more of them to take a lot more of a harsh stance towards the West. And let's be real, although we haven't seen any real developments recently, this World War Three thing is still very much a possibility through this action alone. I mean, it just depends now on just Donald Trump 
if he wins oh, the 2020 election and doesn't get impeached well that's a possibility I mean if he gets mm. impeached he still can be re-elected can he? Yeah, yeah he can oh fuck that's actually terrifying <laughs> like that isn't like a complete slight against Trump but it's like the idea of what that's more of a, excuse me that's more of a um the fear of World War Three because World War Two was devastating like to the Jewish community, to all communities affected, and shout out, or well, I shouldn't even say shout out, but like, Big I'm up. gonna, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a moment to acknowledge the fact that it's recently been the 75th anniversary of one of the worst concentration camps, Auschwitz, in Poland, which was, it's been 75 years since then. Having went there when I was 14 years old, I didn't really take it in then the impact of what had happened, but now when I actually give it some thought and actually remember walking along the grounds and seeing where masses of people were executed and all that stuff and all those horrible things and seeing those faces on the wall the luggage that was tossed aside the shoes the the hair that was forcefully cut off the people and the uniforms they had to wear jesus my heart goes out to anyone who whose family was affected who knows anyone who is affected my heart goes out to anyone affected by uh, war in general. I mean, you need to see the movie. Uh, by Sh- Wild Schindler's Le- List. No, 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 no. There's one Lithuanian movie called The Forest of Gods, which is based on one book, wrote mm. by one of the most famous Lithuanian just writers. Mm. And basically, I don't know if there's a an English version to it, but just generally, if there is, just I w- I would definitely recommend all of you to watch it because it just shows how people were treated in that concentration camp it was awful like and there's a book as well about it so i'm sh- i'm pretty sure there's an english version about it so if you have time just read it because it's amazing yeah like i've watched movies like shinder's list and watching that movie and realizing that man literally saved as many lives as he could and realizing that it barely had an impact on the overall death toll caused from auschwitz alone I'm not even sure exactly if he liberated people from Auschwitz or another concentration camp, but the fact that a man actually went ahead and did that is commendable in itself and something that I feel needs to be acknowledged a lot more because although it happened so many years ago and we're so many generations removed, the impact of what happened that day or in that time period is still rippling throughout today's society and will continue to ripple to the next generation and the generation after that for the next forever pretty much and the reason i'm currently scared or continuously scared or tense of world, about world war three being a possibility is nuclear war as well the fact that nuclear war was only just about introduced at the very end of world war two i think with hiroshima yeah. and nagasaki yeah, 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 yeah and now that we have all these different superpower countries you have we, I'm pretty sure Britain has nuclear weapons of some kind. I'm pretty sure the uh, the US definitely... France has, I think Germany has, North Korea, US, yeah. Russia, Israel. So just, it's going to be just nuke after nuke after nuke if the World War just happens. Like, my concern is this war won't just be the soldiers. It will literally be a war that wipes out innocent people, like, beyond belief. Like, because it's nuclear. Like, nuclear... Like, the effects on the Chernobyl disaster, although it was a nuclear power plant, those effects were felt by generations of people who suffered birth defects because of it. 
So my biggest fear is the fact that these nuclear warfare is going to kill a lot of people, obviously, but it's going to ultimately kill a lot of people's lives before they've even started through the ripple effects of nuclear warfare on an on, on an environment on a global environment that's already shaky as is due to how humans use resources not to get on my Greta Thunberg shit but um <laughs> man, like it's just women lie get a dumb the, bag the level of the level of horrific possibilities that we could be waking up to is scary anyways with that very negative and very very sad note note taken care of and addressed i'd like to move on to something a bit more positive because um i just need to move on to something positive yeah just let's bring the energy up a bit yeah for real for real so obviously it's a new decade and music music and fashion are two things that i really we've seen change quite a bit from 2010 until now so my main question is what trends Let's start with fashion first. Yeah. What trends fashion-wise do you hope to see die? And what trends do you think will come up and rise up in the next nine years, nine, ten years? I don't know. I don't really follow fashion that much. I, I don't really know. Mm. Just don't wear, please. I, one, one thing I hope dies is that those Boohoo Man tracksuits, please. Yo, them, please. Ones, them ones with the text all over. Yes. Yeah. I can't agree more. Like, don't get me wrong. When I when you see them on the, it's one of them ones where you see it on the model and you think, oh, that's kind of hard. You see it on a regular ass person. It's like, bro, what the fuck are you doing with and yourself? Those, and, and those shiny jackets from Boohoo Man as well. Just please, yo, get rid of them, Boohoo Man. I love your clothes sometimes, but just no tracksuits, no, not those, no those shiny puffer jackets. Please, just get rid of them. Like Me- stick to what's drippy. Yeah. Stick, stick to what people actually love. But actually, no. Those there, there's a reason you want those tracksuits to die because too many people are wearing them. But hey, stick to something that doesn't make grown ass people or teenagers look like they're little five year olds. I swear <laughs> to God. Because you see Roadman walking around in them. Like, okay, no disrespect, no shade thrown to anyone who actually does like it. That's your thing. Like what you like. But to me, like growing up, you see, growing, going around, you're seeing Roadman dressed in that shit. It's like, bro. You don't look hard in that shit. I want to laugh at you. Like, I genuinely want to laugh at you because you like colors He's of the not fucking rainbow. He's just wearing Boogerman tracksuits. I think that just looks childish, in my opinion. Exactly. Like, you, to me, it's like you look, you're trying to be intimidating, looking like you're fucking, what's that show called? A member of the fucking Teletubbies, bro. <laughs> or Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> like, big up to those shows because they were a Mad. huge part of my childhood. But fam... Next thing you know, you're going to be saying, go, go, Power Rangers, Megazord. And these, <laughs> and these motherfuckers are going to be like forming into different things for him. It won't surprise me. No, I just hope that those Boogerman tracksuits will be get got rid of the yeah. fucking shelves in there. I just hate them. Yeah. I, and I see some of the man that wearing it in uni and I was just like, why? I know they're cheap. I know they're easy. Like, no. they're affordable. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy to get them, but it's just... Why? They're <laughs> ugly. Why do you wear them? I hear that. Like, don't get me wrong. Some tracksuits with all over text look nice. Some tracksuits with one logo, one piece all over do genuinely look nice. But these Boohoo Men ones, I think it's the reputation they've garnered that's even thrown me off them even more than when <laughs> I first saw them. But, man, to me, they've got to go. Like, 100%. I don't want to see that shit continue. Because it's going to be like that thing. Remember in, like, 2013... 
or like I remember in 2013 down south, you always had like teenagers and that like girls my age at the time, which was like 13, 14, wearing them like camo tracksuits and stuff, like yeah. pink camo tracksuits. And I was like, Jesus, what kind of army are you people signing up for? Dead and broke? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid and hopeless? <laughs> but. No, that's a huge fucking stereotype. That all jokes aside, those things just look so bad. It made me look at the person and I think, you motherfuckers must be so stupid. It, like, de- it depends how you style them. To be fair, I hear that. I hear that. Cause don't get me wrong, there's there's gonna be people who pull those tracksuits off and make them look nice. Like for example, the models who they pay to do that shit, like obviously they pull all the clothing they have to wear off and they look good in it, which is what inspires people to buy it ultimately. But like, bro, some of these things, it's like you gotta really think. Your average Joe or your average Jane needs to think, is this really going to look that nice on me? Like, don't get me wrong. If you like it, wear what you like and fuck my opinion because I'm just one guy on a microphone speaking with another guy on a fucking microphone. But, yo. <laughs> another thing. Those 11 degrees tracksuits and King King's Will Dream or whatever. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a caveat on that because those look nice on, el- on like, on like young-ass kids. On, like... That yeah. sounds really fucked up saying this. Like, <laughs> Don't. Hey, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. But those look nice. On like, those only look nice if you're a little kid. That's what I'm trying to say. They only it only looks nice on a little kid. If you're a grown man, or like I say, if you're above the age of what, fifteen, I do not want to see you repping eleven degrees or Kings Will Dream or Kings Will Dream unless you have a sponsorship, unless they're paying you and you're getting that bag from it. By all means, do your thing. But if you're wearing that shit past the age of fifteen. There's something wrong with you. There's something so wrong with you. I just hope clothes in general will get more affordable, you know? Mm. Like, like, this isn't like a... When I, when I say this, or when we say these things, it's not like a extreme dig at these brands. Like, sure, we're taking the piss out of a few items <laughs> that we've seen that we consistently see on people we know and have seen in public. But, yo, I just want these... I just want these brands to come up with designs that just don't make me cringe. Like, come up with things that I have a very subjective taste. And I'm not saying you have to just to please me. They've, they've sold really well for us to even be talking about them. Having never purchased one in my life, they've obviously sold well. They've obviously found their demographic and all that shit. But, man, can you people come up with designs that, that like, I just, everyone can wear and it just looks nice? Some designs, like, what ASOS have are just horrific. I, I'm, I'm basically, like, looking at the shelves, like, casually, but... And the, the 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 drip that they have is just sometimes just, bro, who designed those sh- shits and that? Sometimes, yeah, you actually do think that sometimes, man. But I can't lie, I'm a, in saying all this about like independent brands and like cheaper brands or more cost-effective brands. I'm actually a fan of those kind of things. Like I'm genuinely such a fan of independent clothing brands. It's mad, and it's like I'm looking now and I'm just seeing. Like, independent brands, like, um, I think these people are called Government Clothing. Shout out to them. Random ass shout out. But, you know, like, I like their stuff. There is, um, I think TK has a brand. Um, VVS London. Like yeah, shout out to TK. Yo, shout out to him for coming on the podcast that one time. He was going to make it, but he's an electro. But still, shout out to him. Shout out to VVS London because I've seen his designs. His designs, are, his designs on, like, the hoodies and T-shirts, they look sick. Like, that's something I'll, that's something I'll cop. But, yeah, I'm a huge fan of independent clothing. I'm a huge fan of, like, you brands that give me something unique that aren't directly trying to be a not, copycat of the next one. Yeah, or the not, cop- not that trying to deliberately, like, 
copy Kim Kardashian or whatever. Like definitely, man. Something out. Just make sure you're unique and shit. Not just be something. Yeah, and I think you could actually just apply that in general. In general, like, right? what else do we need to talk about? Uh, we've got music. Yeah, what do you think the music scene is gonna look like in 2020? I don't know. It started off pretty well for me, J Huss. That is sick. That that album. That is amazing. I actually shout J Huss fam because <laughs> you put in work. Whenever he's on a track, it is mad. Like his albums, his projects, any projects that he's headlining. I'm always there for from this point on. Like, I'm officially gonna call myself a fucking J J Hart super fan because that mm-hmm. guy is so sick. Common sense was good, but the big conspiracy is even better. Like, I mean, J M E said something. One sec, how many just need a fire on Twitter? Like, he said, like, J like J Hart is sick, but when he drops, you realize how good he actually is. One sec, I'm gonna just check it. What else can can be dropped this year? I hope for Tory Lanez new song so free. Yeah, I'm I'm anticipating that Kendrick and uh, Cole collaboration album, or I need a collaboration from them of some kind. Oh, right yeah, I now. found a tweet. I found a tweet. You know, J House is sick, but as soon as you press play on new J House, you realize he is even better than you thought in your head. The guy is gone. Yeah, the guy is crazy, and Reckless. I can't lie. Reckless. Before I go into the future of the twenty of the decade, the 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 album or the project or whatever the thing the collaboration I need this decade that will be on the level of Jay Z and Kanye in my opinion, Kendrick and Cole. I don't think that's gonna happen. Seriously? Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. Why not? Because look at them; they're they're just basically like rivals. I know J- I know Kendrick Lamar was on the Dreamville Free project uh-huh. f- for a brief part on Under the Sun with mm. the Baby and Loop. Mm. One of the best songs of 2019. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to happen just purely because the rivalry between Top Dog and Entertainment and Dreamville I is just too big to make them happen. Make it happen. I, I know everyone wants to, to to basically to have this project in hand, but I don't think it's going to happen. And if it happens, I'm, I will be really, really surprised by it. Yeah, like for me, I feel like it's more friendly rivalry. Like it's very competitive, but it's a friendly rivalry. It's a bit like... You know how people always say, or like a basketball, an old head basketball fan from the '90s always says it was more competitive then. Nah, it it was competitive then, but to me, it's like a friendly rivalry. It's like if I had to. Th- this is not like Jay Z and Nashi. Mm. I feel as if that's more of a friendly rivalry, in my opinion. But hey, you could be right. It could be more serious than that when we're led on to believe. But I feel like there's a lot of people that are down to take over for the 2020s because I feel like. Uzi, since Uzi hasn't released a project yet, he's probably going to release one soon. Uzi's going to release one. Like, all the guys we've bit, pretty much forgotten about that were mainstream. Lil Yachty as well. They're going to release... I'm hopeful Lil Yachty's album. I need some fire from him. Yeah. I- definitely. Like, I've, ca- I've caught onto that wave. Like, him on certain features. When he's featuring, he's a lot better than his main albums. For my taste. For my personal taste. I prefer him on features. He's not a hot rapper. Like, if you have listened to Lil Bo 2, I don't know about you, but... I haven't really listened to it. I've listened to him on features. I've never really been a fan of a lot of I'm a fan of Lil Yachty, Lil Yachty, to be fair. I listen to like his most popular songs and him on features. I prefer him on features. Lil Bo, the first his mixtape, Lil Bo, was mm. actually really, really good. I hear that. Then Teenage Emotions was a letdown because, I mean, I thought he didn't put any effort in it or it just he thought the music is just sick. I don't know. He just put in more effort. Mm. Lil Bo 2 was a massive letdown. There were a few good songs, but it's just mostly garbage. Mm. Uh, nothing to prove 
this last album was actually interesting. I hope for Lil Bo 3 to be something else, like Lil Bo 1, more me- melodic, like he calls like bubblegum trap or something. Oh, shit. I want something for him to be more melodic and just more goofy as always, as, as always he is. He, he is more good and on poppy features, like, I don't know if you had his song on Calvin Harris's project. Oh, shit. With Ke- Kelani, fake song called Faking It. it I think it was all over the radio in 2017, I believe, or 2018. Oh, mad. Like, I li- he, it was like more of a, I don't know, more funk based B. Yeah. Kalani killed his verse. Her verses. Sorry about that. And Lil Yorty came in just, just riding through the beat. And that just made me realize how good Lil Yorty actually is. He's I, like really, really good. I he can that. be good on his day, but. It's just he's better on features. He's better on features. Like me hearing him on two volts. If you've heard that song, I like I don't even know. Like it's a song called Two Volts. Lil uh, Lil Yachty's featuring on it. He's his bars are very standard bars, but they just fit so well with the song. It made it made me a fan of him. And yeah, if you ever get the chance, fucking listen to it. Good, great. Uh, um, Pop Smoke. <laughs> Genuinely, the, the the New York drill rapper. Mm. I expect something big from him because he was featured on Travis Scott's latest album. I'm expecting a big comeback from the Migos because I feel like people forgot just how good the Migos are together. Because don't get me wrong, all the solo projects they have the they have their spaces. They're they're all right, but those those boys together, that's a stir fry I'm trying to have all the time. <laughs> We've had two helpings of it. I want my third. I want my third help in this decade. Come on. I'm excited for Culture 3. Like, that is something I can't wait for because that's going to be amazing. I feel as if, in terms of a breakout artist, Corday. Why being Corday? Corday. I don't know. I feel like it could be. Don Tolliver from Jack Boys. Yeah. That guy is incredible. Like, even then, in me saying that, I kind of want a breakout artist that we like. I hope it's someone we just don't expect. Let's right now just grinding on Spotify or whatever platform they're on and they're grinding. And I kind of want UK rap to become a bit more like mainstream. I mean, it's uh, Stormzy's trying to put in a bit more to US mainstream because he debuted on Late Night Show. I don't know. I don't remember with who, but he performed Crown, I believe. Yeah, because I feel as if... UK rap really didn't get the respect it deserves. Like it gets its respect from people who actually know hip hop. To the casual fan, like to the casual like American fan or whatever, they really do not rate our guys kind of thing. But I'm like, yo, I can't lie. A a good few of our mainstream rappers are just as good as the rappers you have on the mainstream. Obviously, America's always gonna be on top. That's the birthplace of hip hop and that's just never gonna change. But come on, give our guys a bit more respect. Like a lot more respect in my opinion. Just give just like Fredo, for example. Yeah, like Stormzy, Fredo, Stormzy, Fredo, AJ, AJ H Dave, now. Dave, yeah, Dave H as well. Him. H. Even though I don't, even though I don't necessarily listen to him, his songs get you hyped in a club. Like shout out H because when he's played in the club, especially in a club like out here in Huddersfield, it actually gets me hyped because it's like holy shit, finally music I'll actually fucking li- I've actually fucking heard and I actually want to hear, like. I, w- I don't listen to him in any other context, but in a nightclub, it's good. He's fucking good for that shit. Like, shout out to him. And so, what else do we need to talk about? Um, do you have any like New Year's goals? Because mm-hmm. I'm someone 
whom off camera, I think you could all attest to me saying, I fucking hate New Year's resolutions. And I'll say- Resolutions. I, resolutions, sorry. <laughs> I hate like New Year's resolutions, New Year's goals and all this shit. But I ended up making them. <laughs> so, irony much, but- I feel unusual for, from, from you this is. It is very, like- I ended up making some because I kind of thought about it. And it was like, there's a lot of shit that happened to me this decade. Like, I don't mean to say, like, it's been necessarily the worst decade ever, but no, I've only really, like, properly been living a whole decade. Like, this 2010 to 2019 stretch, like, my first full stretch of just actually having my own individual experiences and all that shit. But, hey, in all seriousness, having goals isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, a lot of my goals are things I've been thinking about a long time. It's just I needed to write them down somewhere to remind myself of them. Like, just to have them in my mind. Like, I'm not going to... It's not really... They're not goals that make me change my routine that much or change how I am as a person, like, a crazy amount. But they're just things I've already been thinking about. I just need to remind myself, yo, you have you, this is something you want to work on. And whether it's, like, a mentality thing, whether it's to be more confident, take no one's shit, and, uh, like, work even harder than usual. Like, all th they're just general goals, but, like, just a way of just reminding myself to keep pushing in these things. I don't, I don't. I don't have any. I just like I'm going with the flow. I'm, I hear that. I, I'm always going with the flow. Like just like whatever happens, happens. You just don't expect that much. Just keep grinding as always. Like I'm doing bits now in uni, so for me, just keep on continuing doing and making sure I have a background for successful life here. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Like you, in fairness, you're doing really well. Like of any of any of the mandem right now. You're probably doing the best like, academically. Like, that's pretty easy to say. Well, yeah. But, like, I feel as if, for me, that's, like, I kind of feel more motivated to work harder now, in a sense. Like, not that I wasn't already working hard, but, like, yo, I kind of I kinda need to get on your level kind of thing. But anyways, 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 a more podcast thing I want to address is, like, goals for the podcast. And I kind of want to address this on air to let you guys all know the different things we hope to achieve on this podcast as I see my guy on Tendo, big man. <laughs> no, I see I see them gold likes. I see them females that like you. Swiping my mans. I like it. But anyways, anyways, anyways. Not to embarrass you. Not to embarrass you. I'm nah. sorry. But um, our goals for this podcast, obviously, to grow it and obviously to get it to more people. And this is where we need the help of the small audience that we're grateful for that we have. Shout out to those 58 people who listen to on Apple and on Spotify, on Anchor. You guys are the best. Honest to God, you guys, despite your small audience, you do a lot, f you do a lot more for me personally than you probably realize just by, <laughs> like, just by willingly giving me viewing figures. Whether you already listen to like 30 seconds, a minute, the whole thing, thank you. Anyways, a more direct thing I want to address is we want you guys to be more involved. And we've been talking about this in the group chat. We've been suggesting ideas back and forth. So I came up with an idea. How about if you guys, our audience, whether it's only 10 of you that watch an episode or all of 50-something of you, 30-something of you, if you rate us five stars on whatever platform or you give us a like on whatever platform we're on and if you were to leave like a funny story or like you want to expose someone, you can leave that. You want to leave... Some a, to a, a topic suggestion or a um or just any f or just you wanna, if you want to talk shit about someone any rails five stars we'll talk about it with you we'll we'll just give you a we'll effectively give you a platform but through our voices just to <laughs> air out your grievances think of it like a uh, 
hard questions page that's being read out aloud and Big uh, up. debated by hopefully more than just two people. <laughs> but um, yeah, obviously we're gonna bleep out names. It's gonna be anonymous. And you can give us fake name suggestions. You can tell us whether it's okay to use your names and all that shit. But we can just uh, link up our Gmail account and just ask for questions in there. That's a good idea, to be fair. That's possible. Yeah, that's something we could do. So yeah, but in general, because it will help us. The reason I suggest through the comment section and liking us before you leave the comment is because a it helps us with the platform algorithm. And if you don't know what an algorithm is, it's basically the thing that recommends you different podcasts or different things you like. Is it's your web services way of tracking you and only suggesting you suggesting to you things that they think you'd like. So if you by you liking us, we reach more of an audience of people that potentially want to view our content more. By you leaving these suggestions and stuff, I feel like the audience will be even more engaged because you guys will actually actually hear things that you suggested directly talked about and spoken about and debated. And it can be it can be a range of things where you want to talk shit about someone, where you want to talk about a specific issue, whether you want to just leave your suggestions and opinions like always. Honestly, anything is welcome. As long as you give us five stars, we'll look back at it. We'll w- it's just like an Uber thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, to be fair, it's really like Uber. It's really like Uber, to be honest. But yeah. Personally, I hope it's a bit more like the hard fashions thing I suggested because that would be fucking hilarious. Because imagine, <laughs> imagine like someone puts the, oh, my ex fucking cheated on me with this person and like fully gives us all the fucking details. Oi, I saw, I saw that hard fashion. Like oh. that shit was crazy. Like seeing that shit on hard fashions makes me laugh so hard. Seeing that suggested to us directly, shit. I'm One so- sec, I'm, I'm going to read this. And, and if you get me details, yep. I'm going to enjoy it even more. That's a good actually question to discuss. Like, I absolutely love my boyfriends, boyfriends to pieces and I can see us making a future together but sometimes he gets really annoyed at me because I can be jealous and insecure. It really affects him but I can't help it sometimes. Is it worth sparring him anyone pain and ending it or he can get some less, someone less jealous and someone he deserves or see how it works out and hope I can get better? That's just stupid in my oh opinion. Oh my god, like... Yo, if if you love a man, just fight for him. Like, don't be, don't be jealous. I mean, it's just like in this case, like I don't know. At the end of the day, you gotta remember. Obviously, it's uni, but outside of that, if you guys genuinely do have a thing for each other, make it happen. Yeah, like make like don't let your doubts stop you. If you don't if, let your dreams be dreams. To be fair, like <laughs> I'm not not trying to be like overly motivational and all that shit, but realistically. If you guys truly fuck with each other, like, enough for uni, as uni students, like, you guys are gonna not really, in any relationship, you should get to a point where, like, you can surpass your jealousy and be like, I might be thinking about it, but, yo, let me ask him about it, let me ask him about it face to face, or let me ask them about it, because you never know who's cheating, there's always two sides to a story, or, like, I'm just being jealous, like, you have to, it's good that you're able to catch yourself in those moments. It's good to that, that you care about your man, but. Yeah, it's good, but at the same time, like. Don't be putting yourself down saying anyone else should take him because you're too jealous. Like Fight no. for him. Yeah, like, work on yourself. It, Give yourself time. If you love him, fight for him. Just be the best version you can possibly be. Just don't be a pussy. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think that's a female right in it as well, but yo, on I'm, some real shit, you shouldn't be putting yourself down when you already have a man. That's more than nah, a lot of people yeah. can say for themselves. Or a partner, you never know. But like, that's a lot more than a lot of people don't can bring say for it themselves. Down, don't bring it down to yourself. I mean... If you are in relationship, then just you're doing you good. You're doing you're doing good already. Like 
a man if a man loves you hopefully you love a man which is clearly obvious that you're writing writing about your imperfections so just don't worry stay focused stay blessed and you're doing well man oi man woman you're doing okay for yourself my friend so hey come on chill (laughs) like it's okay as long as he's not actually being a like cheating on you or nothing all good (laughs) anyways yo and oh yeah another thing for the podcast we do generally want to have guests like some things have came up and scheduling conflict conflicts do happen (laughs) oh shit what's up when you send your bird a dick pic and FNC you when she opens WhatsApp, and then oh. they message you to hook up. P.S. I told show her the message, you dumb fuck. Jesus. You're going to catch those hands. Jesus. Jesus That's going to be some real drama, but okay, on some real shit, <laughs> we want some guests on the show. So generally, if, you, if you, we record on Tuesdays, generally from 12 till 2. And if any of you want to come on the podcast, we just want you to be... Any, it can be anyone, and we want we just want you to be comfortable on a microphone, obviously, because it's the fucking podcast. Likeable, which you know, by that we mean if, if any of the men can get along with you, you're all right. That's pretty much what that means. And if you have a general knowledge of the topics we're already going to talk about, even fucking better. I mean, just, well, yeah. And you kind of have to be willing to promote the podcast. But anyways, that's something we'll get into when we get there. But generally, we want guests. We will take anyone from any. Doesn't matter the subject, doesn't matter anything, like any there's no factors to it. As long as you just want to come on the podcast and you go and uni. Yeah, if as long as you want to come to the podcast and just have fun, then we yeah. are more than welcome to yeah, have, and, you, have you in here. And you're actually available on Tuesdays twelve till two. Because there's basically no other time that we can record well, this. Yeah. Because so, so, someone messed someone's uh timetable, so Yeah. Different things happened, our timetables got <laughs> fucked, but you know. Anyone's welcome. <laughs> so, guys, that's about it, really. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Thank first you. new episode of the Moments with a Mandem podcast. Ben, get well soon. We love you, bro. Same to Azzy, because he just messaged me now that he's sick. So, get well to you, too. And, yeah, here's to a good, a hopefully another few years of the Mandem. And yeah. growth and all the rest of it. Once again, shout out VVS Clothing. Shout out TK. Shout out Confessions. Shout out everyone who's like been viewing the podcast so far and been enjoying it giving me constructive feedback honestly you're doing me a a great deal of favors more than you realize and doing me a great doing me a great service more than you realize for myself so thank you and see you on the next one in a bit